0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with one of our Watermark students, Meryl Pollard. Hey, y'all. Meryl, I'm so glad you're here. So you didn't write today's Evo, right? I did not. You didn't. But you are in Watermark's high school ministry, Shoreline. Yes. And tonight, small groups are kicking off, or they started last week. They're starting this week. They're it's starting so this week. So if you're hearing this podcast on August 31st, 2022, the day it comes out, you can pray for all of our high school students. Meryl, what's one thing that Watermark members,
1: whether they're younger than you or older than you, could pray for our students this school year? Um, Pray that they will have just like the courage to come to a small group, even if they're it's their first time and just to be authentic and to not fear the other teenagers in their group. Super good. Meryl,
0: you are a senior at Richardson High. What is a day in
1: the life for you? Um, So I actually don't have my schedule yet. So we're, we're still figuring it out. But I wake up, I go to school, I go to all my classes. I have my art. It's good. I'm glad you don't skip. I'm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's kind of hard. It's very long days. Um, but I have art every day, which is just a nice like resting time because it's super consistent. And then I will hopefully have early release every day. Nice. Yes.
0: Art class and early release. What more could a senior want? Exactly. I didn't get I didn't get early release <laughs> when I was a senior, so I'm jealous. Um, when did you start following Jesus, Meryl?
1: I started following Jesus when I was around six years old, but. I had a pretty and unstable childhood. My parents were separated from most of it. So I didn't take my relationship with Christ seriously until high school because I almost blamed him for the inconsistency in my childhood and mm. just saw him as an inconsistent God and didn't realize his consistency until high school. What does it look like for you to cling to him? Sorry, I've got some allergies. What does it look like for you to cling to him as consistent? This summer, especially just constantly abiding in him and praying to him about every single doubt and every fear and every anxiety. You'd mentioned talking about, in today's chapter, Luke 8, when Jesus calms the storm. Yes. Tell us about that. So I was at Pine Coast Shores two weeks ago and it was fantastic. And Fish Face, the director of Pine Coast Shores had a quote and it was, our fear and anxiety is often stemmed from fear that God will plan something wrong. And I see this, especially in disciples in this story because disciples are so fearful that Jesus will not protect him them and he's literally on the ship with them so and we don't have Jesus like on a ship going through our lives with us but we do and we forget just because we can't see him doesn't mean that he's not there helping us so we need to rely on him because he knows what he's doing and he has a perfect plan for us even though, though we can't see it
0: yeah what does that look like practically to rely on him trusting that he knows what he's doing is it memorizing scripture texting your small group
1: what does that look like um, for me, it's just every time I have a fear, just praying to Him. And then just like, even when I'm like, have a huge doubt, like reaching out to my community group and having them keep me accountable and that and just provide wisdom. I love it. I love it. So
0: what else in Luke 8? I think you'd said verses 9 through 10. Yeah. Kind of jumping back up. We're going in backwards order, yes. but that's Okay.
1: Okay, Luke 8, 9 through 10 says, And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know that the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. When I read this, I thought back to how in our childhood we hear the same stories over and over again, like Jesus calming the storm and Noah's ark. And we just see them as fairy tales because we hear them over and over again so many times that we forget their true meaning and how important and powerful God is in these stories. And in this parable, it's such an important parable, and Jesus goes and clarifies it so clearly that we can find clarity even in these stories we've heard our entire childhood. Yeah, that we're familiar.
0: So what's a a story we're super familiar with?
1: Um, even like later here when Jesus calms the storm, like yeah. that's when I feel like I heard over and over again and I could like memorize exactly what happens. And like even just reading this yesterday, I was like, oh, it's the same story. But then I read it, I was like, wait, this is so true and applying it even to my own life. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a great
0: example. Meryl, what encouragement would you have? You talked about the fear and anxiety, and I loved that line. Fear and anxiety often stem from fear that God will get something wrong. What encouragement would you have? to the person who's feeling anxious they've read this story they're familiar with it but
1: they're missing that truth so recently i've just learned that nothing bad comes from god he can he literally can only create good things so in your life when something bad happens don't blame god because Mm -hmm. he did not create the bad and just trust on him because he is the consistent good in your life and that there's no fear of him because he will always be good and he would always he will always be comforting and peaceful
0: Yeah, that's good. I'm reminded of, uh, I believe it's Hebrews 4.15. We do not have a high priest who's unable to uh, sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who's been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sin. And I think about that verse that Jesus, he's been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sin. Like God allowed Jesus to go into the wilderness and be tempted by the enemy, but he didn't stay there. And he, he came out, honestly, for our our benefit that we can read this story now of Jesus being tempted and see how he responded and combated the enemy's lives with scripture. And that story is another one that can become very commonplace. Like, yeah, yeah, Jesus went into the wilderness and was tempted. But there's something beautiful about that because he's God. Yeah. And God is the source of all that is good. He providentially allows evil, but he doesn't create it. And he does something, something with it. Which is neat to see, even hearing your story that you walked through this time where your parents were separated and you thought, Man, how could God be good in the midst of this? Is mm-hmm. that was is that the oh, question? For sure, yeah. And
1: then now you are here and you'd say what? I've just realized like I had this like aha moment a few weeks ago. I'm like, Oh, he literally didn't create any of the bad. He allows it to happen, but he is still good throughout the bad. So good. Such a great reminder. Meryl, thank you for sharing. I wish I could keep
0: talking with you. You're such a bright young lady and this is so fun. Any final thoughts do you feel good? I feel good. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. And I am so glad we're on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it. If you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to
1: find the podcast.